All right, we're starting. <laughs> yeah, I think so. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast. My name's Egan. I'm Caitlin. <laughs> Who are we? Who are we? How Who do, do we think we are? <laughs> That's a real question. <laughs> Truly. That's what I give them about this whole week. Should we give them some background information? I think they deserve it, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Caitlin and I have known each other for what? I don't even know. I guess we met like two and a half years ago. Yeah, I think, yeah, close to three, but somewhere in that realm. I think I knew who you were like three (laughs) years ago. (laughs) And then we want to go into all that. Yeah, yeah, Caitlin is dating my brother. I am, yes. Should we go into the story of the, like how we actually met or should we just leave it at that? How we actually met? Like when we met at the wedding or no? (laughs) Or should we save that for another time? I blocked that out of my brain so hard. (laughs) All right. Yeah, we can talk about it. Story for another time. Do you want to get into it or do you want to keep Kind of, because I feel like, you know, I think about it still. (laughs) I think about it often. I just think about it. Oh my God. We've come a long way. Truly. Yeah, that was um, not the way I ever wanted to meet any of Forrest's family. (laughs) But it's the way I met all of Forrest's family. (laughs) But it happened, and we've grown from it, and we're right. And, and now we're like, now. we're like best friends now. Look at that! Right. We've started a whole ass podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I really force people into loving me, <laughs> <laughs> and it works out well sometimes. It does. So far, you know, no one's complained a whole lot. <laughs> Maybe this podcast will bring that out. People will be like, "Okay, <laughs> I have some criticism." Maybe we. Maybe we just give them that, and if if we want to go into the story another time, we'll go into another time. Yeah, that's a whole... That's a whole yeah. story. We can talk about that whole ordeal for a while. We'll also, save it for another time. Yes. I feel like... We, we talked about why we wanted to start this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Why did we want to start this podcast? Well, I'll give my side of it. Okay. I'll give your side. So... Okay. I feel like there's many aspects that go into it for me. Like when I was in high or high school, well, high school and college, I had a Finsta and I would just post random things on my Finsta. We love your Finsta. And it honestly, it's retired. I don't post on it anymore. You had to end it at a, like, and I, you know, when it was at its peak. Yeah. I don't even know what I posted on it. I think I was talking about going out and how my life was falling apart. Right. What I was doing with my life. But I was told that I should, what's that? Existential crisis, I believe is what it is. Existential. Yeah, something like that. Something Something like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. But it was that. That's what I was going And some people might be offended by this, but I also have a private Snapchat story where I just post, (laughs) you know, your daily inconveniences, um, having surgery, everything that's going on in my life. And I've been told by many people on there, I say many, there's like five people, <laughs> uh, they tell me that I should vlog because my yeah. life is interesting, which is. I also don't think it's that interesting. No, it is. So I haven't started. You're being humble. You're being very humble. Your devoted fans <laughs> really <laughs> love the... <laughs> All five of them? Yes. No, you are very funny. I feel like you're one of the few people that I can sit there and watch you talking about pretty much anything. And I'm like, this is so interesting. <laughs> Is it? I feel yes. like it's so annoying because I post so much on it and 
then I look back at how many how many snapshots I've added and I just regret it yeah (laughs) like what am I doing yeah I get that I feel that I don't know I I love it (laughs) I think it's great you may continue it yeah so anyway everyone told me that I should start a vlog I decided not to but I did consider a podcast yeah and so I put it on my uh, I put it on my Snapchat story and I just threw the idea out there. I was like, Hey, who would do a podcast with me and who would listen? Like who would be a guest who would listen? And honestly, the feedback was great. <laughs> so I decided in my head that I was going to do it. And then I was with my mom. I think it was this past weekend, maybe a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And randomly in the car, she was just like, you know what? You should start a podcast. And I said, really? What would I do this podcast on? And she told me to do it on true crime and like all those yeah. podcasts, but I like listening to those, but I'm not invested enough to start my own and do all that research. Yes. So much work goes into those that I feel like the time commitment. It is. And yeah. I'm not interested enough to do all that research and record it. I'd rather just listen right. to something. I want to have it handed to me. Exactly. Put together so I can exactly. listen to it all unfold at once. So basically that's how this happened. And then I was talking to Caitlin throughout the whole, my whole thought process. And she's like, you know what, let's just do it. Oh my gosh, yes. But yeah, I remember us talking a long time, not even a long time ago, but like a while back, where I think you'd put something on your story or maybe message me or some something. And it was about a podcast. And I think I responded to it and I was just like, I would totally do one. And you were like, but what would we talk about? And then I don't think yeah. we ever talked about it again because we couldn't get past that question. And then I was in my Spanish class, like I was there like 30 minutes late and I was in there and then I got on my phone to text because I got a text from you that was like, so really what, like we're doing a podcast and I was like, okay. Yeah. That was the the birth of the (laughs) And then it all so quick. It did. I feel like that we both just ran with it. Like you texted me and you were like, okay, so we're going to do a podcast. What's the name? And then we came up with one the same day and we, yeah, we just ran. It was good. It was good. And then our, I don't know what it's called, picture, what is that? Like the artwork, the cover art. Yeah. Yeah. That was all Caitlin's idea. Oh my gosh. No, but it's all inspired by Queen Miss Mimosa. So (laughs) I think that's inspired by your mom. Caitlin's mom, love her to death. She needs to be on this (laughs) podcast at some point. Yes. But she calls me Miss Mimosa because if you know me, if you've ever been to a bar with me, if you've ever been to breakfast, my drink of choice <laughs> at any hour of the day. Yeah, a Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday. It could be 10 a.m. It could be midnight. <laughs> I will take a mimosa. Yes. And I love so it. Caitlin's mom calls me Miss Mimosa. Yes. She loves Miss Mimosa. She asks about you more than she asks about me when we talk. And I understand it, but it just hurts. <laughs> We know who the favorite is. It's okay. Yes. When you had your appendicitis out a couple weeks ago, she was so concerned. My appendicitis out? My appendicitis. <laughs> yeah. The appendix taken out. You had your appendicitis. Yeah. Um, she was so concerned and she kept texting me and she's like, how's Egan? And I was like, Aww. you don't even ask this much when I'm not doing well. And I need she... to get your mom's phone number. Then she can just text me You directly. do. Right. It would hurt less, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, she's great. We do need to have her on the pod, though. We do. I need to stop saying pod. Again, who do I think I am? I think it's just you saying that, not me. It is just me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but to go off that, I did have my appendicitis. My appendicitis. I did have go. my appendix removed. It was, yeah. I don't want to say it was a traumatic experience. Um, 
it was very overwhelming. It all happened so quickly. Yeah. And so slowly at the same time. It was <laughs> right. actually almost two weeks ago exactly. Dang. That I got the appendicitis anniversary. Oh, thanks. Is You're that welcome? What you what? I said, is that what we're calling it? I guess now. Yeah. <laughs> when I was in the hospital and everyone was texting me and asking how I was feeling and like asking for updates on everything. Mm-hmm. In the moment, I was like, guys, it's just an appendix. Like that's tiny organ. Right. It doesn't yes. matter. Yeah. And then a week after my surgery, I Googled did a little Google search, you know, right. you know how it goes. And oh, yeah. Well, you can die from appendicitis. Yeah, you can. I was not aware of. And it was a very weird feeling to be like, wow, everyone could be attending my funeral right now if I didn't go to the hospital. Shout out to my sister-in-law. Truly. Love Lindsay. If I didn't text her. I know. But it is right that you could definitely die from something like that. Do you feel like it? was better that you didn't know at the time how bad oh, it could have been. I was gonna say absolutely. ignorance might have been bliss. Well you're a whole appendix lighter now. So I am I'm bring my appendix every day. <laughs> Grieving the loss of it. I wonder be a funeral. Like what, what do they do with what do they do with my appendix? Where is it? I don't know. I I know it goes in the little biohazard bin, but I don't know where it goes yeah. after that. I know that they tested for cancer. I did not have oh. cancer. Praise the Lord. Love to see it. Uh, but what do they do with that? I don't know. Anyway, yeah. I think that's enough appendicitis talk. Yeah, acting like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, all right. So at least for this episode, we decided to venture onto the lovely Reddit. Love Reddit. I actually had never really been on Reddit before until this podcast. This, yeah, I have a, the Reddit app on my phone because I think I would look things up. And it, it would direct me to Reddit. And I got tired of it asking me if I wanted to use the oh, browser or go to the app. So I got the app. But this is the most I've ever used it was to find uh, these for the podcast. And I also don't know Reddit terminology. So is it called a subreddit? Is it called a page? I think this would be considered a subreddit. Well. Anyway, it's called Am I the Asshole. forum. Right. Yeah. It's called Am I the Asshole. You've probably heard of it. Um, people just... Well, you'll figure it out as we go. <laughs> you can ask you... anything on this page, right? Yeah. And then, yeah, people give their opinions. So we're going to give our opinions because we have a lot of Not that stuff. anyone asked for it, but here we are. No, but no, we give it to you for free. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's start off on, I don't know if I want to go juicy or just start off on an easy note. Let's start off easy. Let's start okay. Off. Okay. All right. This title says, am I the asshole for wanting my girlfriend and my brother to take turns on the bed while they're staying with me? What? <laughs> do you want to give like your immediate <clears throat> vote or do you want to hear the story? Um, are they, do they mean like take turns sleeping? On yeah. The bed? Yeah. Okay. I didn't, I wasn't okay. sure either, but. I mean, I could kind of see that. I don't know why, especially if it's long term, then okay. I could see that. Otherwise, I mean. I don't know. Pick one. Okay. This is it. It says, basically, my little brother, 19 male, is going to be staying with me, 25 male, and my girlfriend, 24 male, for a little while. We have one bed that's pretty big and comfy and a shitty pullout in the living room that no one wants to sleep on. I said, to be fair, she and him should take turns on the pullout every other night, and then the other one can sleep in the bed with me. (laughs) Okay. 
my girlfriend doesn't like this idea and says since she actually lives here, she shouldn't have to sleep on the pullout when my brother is just a guest. But since it's my house, I think it's perfectly fair for me to decide on the sleeping arrangements. Am I the asshole? Wait, okay, this is the girlfriend. I thought this was his brother and sister staying with him. I totally No, so he he lives with his girlfriend and his brother brother is coming to visit. And he wants them to take turns sleeping in bed with him. Okay, scratch what I said. (laughs) 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 I was not on the same page. Um, Scratch that. What the hell? (laughs) Okay, I find that weird, to be quite honest. Like, she lives there. That's her bed. Right. Exactly. That's her bed. (laughs) That's like, that's like me going to visit Kirstie and saying, hey, Tell your husband to sleep on the couch so that I can share a bed with you. I guess it's right. Maybe not the same, but that's but still no. I, I feel like that's it's the same concept for sure. You're going into their house; that's they live there, and you're gonna yes. say, "Hey, girlfriend, sleep on the couch so I can sleep in the same bed as my brother." Yeah, they pay rent. They pay utilities. They're like an right. equal provider within that family. I'm assuming. Either way, they both like live there. That's their home, and you're coming to visit them, and. I don't know. Even if it was, like, my sister Bailey, if she came to visit us, I don't even think Bailey would want to do that. Bailey would feel bad, like, yeah. forced out of his bed. She'd be like, that's dumb. And exactly. also, you're gonna, every day, you're gonna move all your shit back and forth between rooms. Isn't it easier just to, like, be sleeping with all your stuff in, like, one yeah. place than every night having to, like, yeah. all your shit that you put on the nightstand, like, the nightstand and all that and move it to another room just to move it back again? Right. And a lot of work. That's your brother's girlfriend. Why are you going to be like, hey, girlfriend, get out. Sleep on the couch so that I can sleep (laughs) in the same bed. I want to cuddle with my brother. Yeah. (laughs) That's just weird. I say that he is definitely the asshole. Yeah, that's a little odd. That would literally be like one of your brothers coming and staying with us. Yeah. That's that's weird. Like Liam came to stay. (laughs) It's like, hey, Caitlin, go on the couch. Hey, Caitlin, it's my turn of force tonight. You're going to have to get out. Ah, <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. I'd be like, you know what? I think I do want to leave. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you guys have your say. Yeah. I might be gone a while. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the comments on this, they, everyone agrees that he is the asshole. Um, yeah, for sure. Someone says, do her a favor and break up with her. Let her find someone who will love her. Yeah, she can do so much. If he is offering to do that for, like, an extended period of time, she needs to just be like, you know what? I paid rent for this month, so I'll see this month out. But Right. <laughs> I can have, I out. can see her being like, oh, do you want to sleep in the bed? Like, I'll sleep on the couch. But yeah. why didn't he – I guess it would be weird for him to be like, oh, you can sleep in the bed with my girlfriend and I'll sleep on the couch. Right. That would be weird. But to just expect her to go sleep on the couch, she lives there too. Yeah, and I guess if you're already going to be going through all the trouble of switching beds, both of you go sleep on the, like, pull-out. Right. <laughs> Why are you, like, so I'll stay in this nice bed, and then yeah. you two can alternate between, and it's also one thing, too, for her to offer that. Like, if he yeah. hadn't even mentioned it, or, like, no, that wasn't expected of her, and she was like, hey, I really don't care if you want to sleep in there every other night, that's so different than right. him being like, hey, you're sleeping out there every other night. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. That is weird. I don't That's understand weird. why he's even, like, debating this. Yeah, I feel like maybe he's trying to be, like, very, like, he's trying to be overly, um, what's the word when you're, like, hosting people? 
I don't know. He's overly accommodating. Oh, yeah. And instead, he's making things by trying to make things so, like, perfectly equal and accommodating. He's making it really, like, he's overcomplicating it. Yeah, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Someone else says, you're the asshole. She lives there, too. Um, You're a complete asshole for even suggesting she shouldn't get sleep in what is her bed. I hope she breaks up with you. For sure. Yeah, that's trash. Yeah. All right. That one was short. Short and sweet. That was a good one. I like that. Yeah, don't um, kick your significant other out of the bed for your siblings. Yeah. Once, like, you know, if you if they come sp- stay the night, like, you have a little sleepover, that's one thing. Right. But even then, I feel like your significant other should, like, be offering to do that or your sibling can sleep on the couch or something. Yeah. That <laughs> was also just, like, not that deep and they just made it a huge issue. For sure. Yeah. Um, okay. I'll do one that isn't <laughs> super deep either, but I feel like you'll enjoy it. Um, so this one is titled... Uh, am I the asshole for telling my neighbor that her husband isn't the catch uh, she thinks he is? Oh my gosh. I know. T already. So what are your initial what's your initial reaction? She told her neighbor basically that her husband isn't cute. I think overall like not a catch at all. Oh so he's not a cute and he has, he's not cute and he has no redeeming qualities. Looks, personality, yeah. I think it's an overall okay. uh, thumbs down. Um I would say if their relationship is, like, damaging the wife mm-hmm. in some sense, and she's trying to look out for her and be like, listen, this guy is toxic. He has all these right. horrible qualities. Yeah. And no, that's fair. But to just be like, hey, your husband, like, he isn't cute, and there's definitely better guys out there. <laughs> like, you're not part of that relationship. Why are you going to speak on right. – you don't know what it's like. Right. And, like, especially – I hate especially when people – voice their opinion on the attractiveness of your significant other and it's like i don't care if you think they're attractive right <laughs> what i'm not dating them right i think that's weird when people do that but um yeah i agree but i think you'll <laughs> when you hear the rest i think you'll appreciate that she did say something okay um okay so it reads so i a 28 year old female recently attended a neighborhood a neighborhood barbecue where this mommy influencer started asking me about my love life in front of the other neighbors now this woman is 35 and decided oh wait is now this woman is 35 a decade younger than her husband when i told her that i wasn't interested in getting married or into a committed relationship she made comments saying that she was worried i would end up a bitter old cat lady she insinuated that being quote easy is what's keeping me from finding a life partner And that if I saw a therapist and sorted out my issues, I would also end up with a catch like her husband. I got really angry and pretty much humiliated her and her husband in front of the other neighbors, saying that her husband isn't much of a catch since he pretty much cheated on his first wife and abandoned his kids from his first marriage and that their picture-perfect Instagram isn't going to fool me into idealizing them. I said that ending up with a guy like her husband was my worst nightmare and that her choice in men is unfortunate she left the barbecue crying and now wants me to apologize to her am i the asshole oh my gosh (laughs) so this woman just basically came at her for being single for having no desire to like get married and settle down and like start having children right wow yeah that that first of all if you don't have the desire to have a husband or wife and children you don't need to see a therapist. 
<laughs> yeah that is not totally normal they're gonna be like there's nothing wrong with you that's yeah a personal choice right what and so yeah I was a little bit when I first read that I was like you know there's a difference between like like you said pointing out that someone is maybe toxic or like maybe your relationship isn't healthy yeah. there's a totally difference though between that and be just being rude and being like I don't think your boyfriend's cute yeah you know but if this lady like instigated that if you come at me first then I would be like right girlfriend <laughs> okay so the neighbor said you're only single because you're easy and like you should go to therapy right yeah she said that she doesn't have a life partner because she's easy and that if she saw a therapist and sorted out her issues she would end up with a catch like her husband so she also mm-hmm. like basically like she put her husband on this like pedestal of like this yeah. is what you could have and wasn't this at like an event or yeah like was that like a, a barbecue neighborhood barbecue okay first of all this neighbor should not have been like <laughs> judging this woman for how she lives right. her life yes um secondly I guess I wouldn't say that she's an asshole for sticking up for herself but also I would not have addressed that in a large group if that Absolutely happened to not. me but maybe that's because I'm just very non-confrontational if that happened to me I'd probably just brush it off and then address her privately rather than in this whole group right but I can see being angry about being called out like this and embarrassed yeah. Like, why is she going to talk about her personal life like that in front of everyone? I doubt that she asked her. Yeah. I understand her wanting to stick up for herself. um, But that is wild. Yeah. However, I will say in her defense, like, I don't know if this was an HOA, but I feel like it it sounds like a neighborhood that would have, like, an HOA or something if they're doing, like, neighborhood barbecues. But my parents, the neighborhood that we grew, grew up in, that, like, my parents have lived in for like 17 years now mm-hmm. um is definitely like one of those neighborhoods where like an HOA and there is some petty drama that goes on in that neighborhood oh between my gosh. These, like you know snooty white people and I just like this is totally something that would happen and Absolutely. yeah and I also feel like as much as it's definitely better to like not react like that when you're angry and talk to them about it after even if they were being like shitty in the first place I still feel like though with like HOA they can get so gossipy and like whatever that I'm sure this lady was probably talking about her other places and she knew that and she was like you know we're gonna nip this in the butt real quick right now and like your husband's a piece of shit too like let's not you know right yeah like and I don't know this may not be the scenario but it sounds kind (laughs) of like a neighborhood like that where People can get very, like, gossipy and in everyone's business and, like, over-opinionated about stuff like this that does not matter. Which, that reminds me, I worked at the Yacht Club for two years, so it was a very gossipy place. Yeah. There's so many stories about everyone who comes in. Yeah. I could totally see this happening in that same group of people. (laughs) But that's just how they are. They're all gossipy, and they all are in each other's business. Yes. Yeah, which you know what? Like I, I live for the drama. I really do. I love. I do to if hear I'm, it. I don't. If like I'm involved in it, right? <laughs> if I'm involved in it, no. I want to hear about it. I want to commentate from a distance. I don't want to be at all involved in it. And maybe that makes me like the worst kind of person. But no, don't I, involve me in the drama. I, I feel like team. I'm a very low key and chill person. Yes. Don't like to be in the drama. Yeah. I don't at all. I just like to watch it unfold and like sip my tea and be like, hmm, 
and then I yeah and like judge and be like I wouldn't have done that but I totally would have done probably the same thing <laughs> what was the overwhelming I mean what was the majority about let's see how do you even under the title it'll usually say or you can just like look through the top few responses okay yeah you're right it says not the not the a-hole okay yeah which like I don't think so I mean she's defending herself she didn't bring it up and start it right yeah you just come at somebody and you're like here's why your husband is not a catch yeah that's maybe a little um someone said absolutely that uh it may have been a petty reaction but the neighbor was totally out of line and I can't really fault the uh person completely People like the neighbor just push and push, then act victimized when they get their consequence. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, how are they going to be in everyone's business and say things like that and then be mad when someone stands up for themselves? Right, you can like, voice your opinion now. about my life. I can't voice my opinion True. about your life. <laughs> True. Let's talk then, uh, Karen. Karen? <laughs> oh. All right. Let's see. This one... It's a bit long, but okay, we'll see. Okay, all right. The title is "Am I the asshole for telling my wife she embarrassed me by bringing a meal to my work?" Oof. Okay. What do you think? I want to know what. If that's it, then you're the asshole. But like, I want to know she had to have done something. What? Like, I I need to know what this woman, how she showed up. She must have rolled up, like looking like I don't even know. Okay, I think you'll be surprised. I, 33 male, recently got hired at a large company in the South where me and my wife moved months ago. My wife was excited for my new job and talked about preparing a surprise for me, which got me excited, but I didn't know what it was till she showed up my workplace two days ago with a meal she said she prepared specifically for me since it's my favorite. Apparently, this was her surprise. I was a little upset she brought it to my workplace. My coworkers, who are vicious and brutally honest and sarcastic, got involved and kept teasing me about the meal. One of them, Austin, joked about how, quote, mommy is so supportive by bringing food to my workplace. I felt like shit as he and my other coworkers kept laughing at me. Oh, my God. Your coworkers are assholes. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. He continues. I went to work the next day and Austin kept making jokes about me saying shit like, is mommy going to bring lunch today as well? And when is mommy coming to change your diaper? <laughs> oh, my God. This is gonna happen or I just laugh and I can't get through it. That's okay. It's not even that funny. Uh, it's cause I feel like it's because you read it through once already and laughed at it that now you're just gonna find it funny. Like <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll just paraphrase it. Okay. He kept getting jokes from his coworkers about how mommy's gonna <laughs> gonna come change his diaper (laughs) (laughs) referring to his wife as mommy basically yeah weird um one of them oh one of them who's someone i don't know well said oh you guys i can still smell the meal my name's like his name's mom brought it yesterday so the wife as his mother i felt so awful i just went home and blew up at my wife telling her she flat out fucking embarrassed me damn Um, that's not okay and said that he lost all his coworkers lost all respect for him. It's because your coworkers uh, are assholes. Do you want why do you want their respect in the first place? Exactly. Ugh. He says, I told her what Austin and the others had been doing and asked if she was happy for giving him ammo to come at me like that. She argued that she was just trying to do something nice and didn't care what other people might say, but I was selfish jerk 
who only cares about what other thing others think rather than how she oh, felt wait. about my constant berating over a meal she put effort, money, and time to make and bring me. The argument escalated after I suggested that she could have waited till I got home to surprise me with this meal instead of showing up at my work, which made me seem unprofessional. She said she came during my lunch break because I was still eating during lunch break. That doesn't make any sense. Anyway, I said I didn't appreciate what she said, but she replied and said that I should be grateful that she cared enough to bring me a home-cooked meal and thanked me for showing her it's not worth her time. I told her to stop blaming me for something she caused, and she asked to admit that maybe she should have consulted with me before bringing the meal so I could avoid being the goddamn butt of every joke my coworker <laughs> told. Damn. And he basically just goes on blaming her and saying how he embar- she embarrassed him by bringing this meal and how she was just trying to do something nice. Yeah. So what are your thoughts? I... First of all, his coworkers are douchebags. Right. And who who makes fun of that? I don't understand why he is saying that this makes him look unprofessional in the work. Your wife bringing you a meal does not make you look unprofessional yeah. in any way, shape, or form. What's unprofessional is making fun of your coworker and making like gross jokes like that. That's just, that's not right. Funny. I that's think they're probably childish. all this. Yeah, I think they're probably all just jealous that their wives don't bring them in food. Absolutely. Like, why are you going to be angry about your wife showing that she cares for you and supporting you during your first week at this new job? Right. And also, like, do they need to talk? <laughs> I like it. Good? That's my first, was my first thought. I'm like, you guys are making this really about mommies. Like, are you good? <laughs> are you okay? Yes, <laughs> are you trying issues. to, like, ask for help? It's okay to work out your inner childhood trauma issues. yes it's okay to have mommy issues it's not okay <laughs> to project them on your poor co-worker who got a meal from his wife a new co-worker too he just wanted to eat man it'd be true it'd be <laughs> different if they were you know co-worker friends and they're messing around yes. but no that's not what it was like an understood like t- like you know like you make right. jokes with people it's understood that like it's a joke and you can take right. it to certain levels of people that you know because you know that that's like you can't do that with your new coworker, right at all and also I like how they thought that saying that they could still smell the meal was like an insult it's like she made some great food if <laughs> right case. or it was bad and it smelled bad but I don't that's think so. true but we're giving I'm gonna give her the benefit of the doubt I bet it slapped so he added a comment on and okay. he said to say that I in no way don't appreciate my wife's effort but the only problem I have is she didn't tell me beforehand about whether it was okay to bring my meal to my workplace. I really preferred that what she waited till I got home or we could have gone out, out to eat later. I agree that the main problem I have is my coworkers, but I lashed out because I felt overwhelmed with their hurtful remark- remarks that offended my wife as well. Mm. He could have I- like talked to her and been like, Hey, listen, these coworkers like really just gave me a hard time at that for work. Like I appreciate you bringing me the food, but maybe yes. just, like, don't do that again. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And I like that. I think it's important that he acknowledges that his lashing out at her was fueled by these coworkers and was misdirected anger. But at at the same time, like I started giving some credit because I was like, okay, you totally acknowledge that this was misplaced anger. But then he kind of stands by it by saying she still shouldn't have done it, though. Like she should have asked me. And I'm like, okay, then it may have been misplaced anger, but you do feel that way. And at least a little bit. 
I don't know. Did he ever apologize to her? Is he just exactly. telling us that it was misplaced anger? Or did he tell that to her too? We exactly. Don't. You have to tell the other person that. It is right. like, that's what I feel like is the most important thing is like arguing and all of that stuff is normal and it is going to, like, it's going to happen. But the important part is that when you realize that maybe you were in the wrong, you acknowledge that to the other person as well. Yeah. It's one thing to know for yourself, like, oh, I was definitely the asshole in that situation. It's even more important, though, to tell the other person, like, listen, I was in the wrong on that one. Like, that was, yeah. you can't just, I don't know, you can't skip that part. (laughs) Right. So all the comments agree that he is the asshole. Someone said, your wife is an absolute sweetheart. Your colleagues are bullying her. And bullying your wife in return isn't going to fix anything. Yes. Right. And these, who are these men? You've known them for a week and you are already like bitching out your wife because of these men right. that you've known for like five days. I guess what? it makes sense to want to fit in with your coworkers when you Absolutely. first start a job. Absolutely. But do not take that out on your wife who's doing something nice to you. No. And like be a grown man and acknowledge that they're literally making mom jokes. Yeah. They're like maturity levels that of like a sixth grader. Yeah. Someone said, Hey, can I ask your wife out on a date since you hate her so much? She <laughs> sounds awesome. Love that. Um, I thought I saw another good comment. Let me see. That girl deserves a date after that stupid fight. Yeah. I hope they made up. I wonder when this this was That's posted so eight days ago. But they I haven't seen any comment from the original person. Because that's also like the kind of thing where I see like in an, you know the extreme scenario this guy if he's so easily already like swayed by these guys that he's willing to like have a huge argument with his wife because of what they think of him yeah and then if they he like kind of gets you know close to them like buddy buddy with them and then they like keep sh- like shit talking his wife to him right it's gonna really negatively affect their relationship and he's already right. putting what they think of, of him above his wife's feelings yeah <laughs> and it's been a week Exactly. <laughs> like, you can want people to like you, but not at the True. expense of your significant other. Um, yeah. Anyways. So this one is, am I the asshole uh, if I don't want my sister singing at my wedding? And it starts. So my fiance and I um, are marrying next year. My sister, a 27-year-old female, sings at a band, and they often do weddings and whatnots. She, so she told us to have their band play at our wedding. My fiance told her we'd think about it. I didn't care much about it since we still have plenty of time to decide, but my wife later confessed to me she doesn't like the idea at all. According to her, my sister has had the bad habit of stealing the spotlight. Something I can agree with. The day we announced our engagement to my family, she basically took over the whole meal talking nonstop. My fiance thinks that singing at our wedding will turn into one more way for her to become the protagonist of the event. Instead of dancing and listening to a random singer, all our relatives will be paying attention to her on stage. I forgot about the issue until my sister brought it up again. I want our wedding to be just as my fiance wishes, so I told my sister, I actually would rather to not have you working on my wedding, just dancing and drinking with the rest of us. She insisted that she really would love to sing, though. I thought the best idea would be to clear that up right there. She's really stubborn when she said on something. So I told her, no, we prefer to have a random band or a DJ that we want her to be one more guest. My sister is now super pissed at us for, quote, preferring to give our money to a stranger instead of her. 
not letting her participate, and not doing something about my fiancé always disliking her, end quote. My fiancé has never openly disliked her, so I didn't know she'd noticed. Parents, my parents think I was a bit of an a-hole because of that, too. My fiancé is glad I stopped her. Am I the asshole? <sighs> I feel like... Um, as a sibling, <laughs> yes. if I of could many. sing, of many, yeah. if I could sing, I would not want to be singing at a wedding and like have to be entertaining all these people. I'd rather be able to dance, go to the bathroom when I want, drink. Like, yeah. I don't know why she, she clearly sounds like the type of person that wants the attention on them all the time. And that's yes. why she wants to sing. Yes. And then also people were, which I agree with, people are saying how they can't believe that she thought she would get paid for that as a sibling like I understand getting paid if you're singing at a wedding obviously Did you say that? that in the comments yeah mm-hmm. because she said that um her sister is or his sister is now pissed for preferring to give their money to a stranger that's right her. oh my god I didn't even like put so she was mad that they don't want to pay her which if I were if I could yeah. sing at my sibling's wedding I would not be like oh you got to pay me now. Right. And I get that it might be because it sounds like they're a band. So it sounds like there's right. other members involved. So I understand that. But especially if they have to pay for people to, to come do that with you, you yeah. can't just expect that to be offered. Right. You know, and it's one thing if she had offered to do that and they wanted that, but it's right. also their wedding and yeah. they can do, it's not about you. Like, it's very nice that you want to do that, but it's also totally understandable that they want you just as a guest right or like she wouldn't want to just be a guest right you'd have so much more fun and I really do like though that he said when he told her he would rather have her there as a guest and she like kind of insisted that he thought it was appropriate to like end like yeah stop the conversation right there and not still kind of be like oh yeah well we'll see you know like right uh, avoid it a little bit or be like okay like I'll you know try again later (laughs) I like that he was just like no like I told you no stopped it there yeah yeah that's important and I feel like that see this is like supporting your significant other and being um like gentle about it and not hurting feelings and not being like so-and-so just doesn't want you playing like being respectful about it and the other guy is just the guy from the other story about his coworkers mm-hmm. is just so far the opposite. And I know it's not his siblings, but like the, you're going to be put in situations where you have your significant other and whoever else, and you have right. to be able to balance those and like still stand your ground and have an opinion and not be an asshole to either party. Right. But you even know? like what you said earlier, it's not her wedding. Why is she trying no. to tell her brother what to do with their wedding? Right. You don't, you're lucky you're getting invited just because you're fan. <laughs> you're like, um, actually, you're not coming at all. And I think that she's the type to just make herself the center of attention. Yes. And she probably would if she were the band. But who knows? Maybe she'll try and get drunk and then perform a song. Open mic. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I feel, too, like it would be. And it... it would be because weddings, your family's there and all of your close friends are there. And so like the majority half the people at least there are going to know this sister and have probably not like gone out of their way to go to her band's concerts or whatever if they just are distant relatives or like family friends so if they hear you and your band performing everyone is going to be talking about that and it is going to be a big deal and people are going to be like oh my god I've never heard you whatever 
And even if she's not doing that maliciously on purpose, it is taking the attention away from the fact that this is your brother's wedding. Exactly. You know, whether it's on purpose or not, it does do that. And, and I'm you kind of have to just respect that. You what? I said, I think it was on purpose. Oh, it definitely seems intentional. Yeah. But giving her the benefit of the doubt, it would still do what they're saying it's going to do. Yeah. Even if you don't want to do it on purpose. But I definitely agree with you. I think it's a little bit um, self-focused. A little bit. Um, gratifying, maybe. I can go off that and do one that I was also about a wedding. Okay. Yeah. And then we can end on yours. Okay. I think you're going to like it. This title is, Am I the Asshole for Bringing My Child to My Sister's Wedding? Ooh, okay. Spicy. What do you think? <laughs> Initial reaction? Unless they explicitly told you that children were not invited, I, that's, no. All right. I don't, I don't think so. Otherwise, tell me not to bring my kid. You're my sibling. This is your right. niece or nephew. So I, 33 female, have a son, Alfie, nine months. My sister, Erin, 26 female, just got married. On the invitations, she asked that the wedding remain child-free. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. Oop, there it is. I don't personally agree with child-free weddings, but I respect Aaron's choice, and I arranged for my friend to come up and watch Alfie for the day. Mm-hmm. The day of the wedding, my friend called me and told me she was really sorry, but she wasn't feeling well and didn't think she would be up for watching Alfie. I really do appreciate her being mindful of that, especially since she ended up having COVID. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, definitely a good call. True. But it left me in an inconvenient place because that was the only option I had even thoughts line up and I had to leave at noon for the wedding and my friend called at 6 30. I really didn't know what else to do so I just ended up bringing Alfie with me. It was a oh wow it was a big wedding so I didn't end up talking to Erin until the reception which is good because she was pissed at me. She reminded me again that this wedding was not for kids and for good reason seeing as me and my parents were quote too focused on Alfie. He's a nine-year-old boy nine years old yeah oh yeah he's nine years he's not nine months the m was for the gender okay i feel like that's even less understandable that she had he doesn't have a friend (laughs) (laughs) okay he's nine years old he's not nine months um so i don't know why everyone was very focused on him if he was that's an 89 year old i guess when you're the only kid though there's nothing to do that's true that's true (laughs) i can understand if it's a nine-month-old baby yes right yeah your options are limited Right. Anyway, he's a nine-year-old boy at a grown-up wedding. He didn't know what he was going to. I hardly think it's responsible for us to acknowledge him and how well he's doing. I said my sitter fell through and Aaron's husband said that's not our problem. She was just going to drop this regardless of what explanation I gave. So my mom ended up taking Alfie home with her while dad stayed at the wedding. At that point, so basically his, the mother of the bride went home with this child oh my god at the wedding because she didn't want to because she didn't want to because she decided to bring her child i'd be annoyed (sighs) anyway continuing okay um that's not making her look good sorry right at that point the mood had been ruined and i was honestly just over it all so i left aaron is still complaining (laughs) oh aaron is still claiming i owe her an apology i'm not sure what for it's not like i maliciously foisted Alfie on her. Wow, that was Mm. a mouthful. That is a mouthful. (laughs) If she can't be civil to and about a little boy, I think that says far more about her. And she has a four-month-old daughter, and she was there. So it wasn't even child-free on Anne's part either. I just really want to know if I'm the asshole here. Um, Yes, this woman. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you are. 
so many things. You also owe your mother an apology. Right. If you were going to get upset and leave anyways, you couldn't have gone with him. Yeah. Why did, why did you make the mom leave during her daughter's wedding? Just to get upset and leave yourself. Right. And okay. My thing is that it's said on the invitation. Invitations are set out in a way in advance, at least like a couple months in my, at least a month, but usually several months. And I just feel like, first of all, I don't care if her daughter was there. It is her wedding. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't care if you don't agree with childless weddings. It's her wedding. Right. And first of all, okay, he's nine years old. You're telling me this boy has no friends. He could have gone and hung out with all day and his parents would have been that like inconvenienced or bothered by it. And also I feel like when it's your sibling's wedding, you plan for that for like a long time and you know that further in advance than anybody else does why would you not have an alternative like daycare babysitting method set up knowing that she does not want children there yeah I guess that's such I don't know extreme circumstance that they had COVID and couldn't watch it and daycares I mean you can't do anything that right I don't know about daycares except nine-year-old children but a a second babysitter or something right does the I don't know your neighbor does the kid have any cousins like who's watching all the other kids yes that's true I mean they may not live close to their family but you've got to have a neighbor or someone a backup babysitter yes and then to not even send them a text I know everyone's busy on their wedding day but to not text them be like hey oh my gosh this fell through like I have no other options but to just show up with this yeah kid. and it kind of sounds like do- like she was dodging her a little bit when she's like thank god I didn't see her till the reception it's like right. your sister's wedding why don't you see her until right. the reception? Wasn't there a rehearsal dinner didn't you see you got each other yeah. all together? or like I'm getting ready yeah like even if you're not a bridesmaid wouldn't you get ready with your sister or go see her and take some pictures with her before? right like you you have to be like kind of a little bit avoiding her because <laughs> you probably right. think she's gonna be pissed that you as brought she, your kid she asked you not to bring <laughs> as she should be but as why she should be like send a text if this if I were in this situation and also I think it's different because when I read this I thought it was nine months old nine yes months. if it was nine months that'd be much more understandable yes much but different. this full-on but also I'd be annoyed if it was nine months old because those are gonna be those kids are gonna be crying and yeah yeah but at least but... you have the benefit of the doubt that like not I don't I wouldn't just trust anyone with my nine month old my right. nine-year-old can kind of go chill anywhere. Right. But my nine-month-old, that's a much bigger task to just hand over to somebody. So I feel like there would be a little bit more empathy probably from her sister if it hadn't yeah. been a whole grown child, almost a preteen. True. Like. <sighs> yeah. If I were the bride, I feel like I would definitely be annoyed. Yeah. Um, but I would have just been like, if you would have texted me. And let mm-hmm. me know. We could have figured yeah. it out. I mean, I know you're busy on your wedding day, but you could text your parents and say, hey, I don't know what to do. Yes. Text someone. Yeah. And don't make your mother, like, that's your kid. Yeah. You're the one that needs mom. to be responsible for, and again, I don't have any children. Right. So I am saying this as somebody who has no children and does not know what they're talking about and has never parented anyone, <laughs> barely myself. But <laughs> I just feel like that is your kid and you I understand that your babysitter had COVID and I would much rather them stay home than give, right. give that to your child but I just it, they're your responsibility and if it's causing this big of an inconvenience at the wedding that your child needs to leave 
you should be the one going home, not your mother. Right. Not your mom. Your mom should not be the person like burdening, taking the burden right. of that to like, unless she like just really was over it and wanted to, but it, I don't know. I don't know. At her all. daughter's wedding, I don't think she would have offered to go home with the kid. No. And this, from what she has said of herself already, I don't feel like she's necessarily the person to ask if she wanted to leave. True. Or not. That's true. She's not that worried about inconveniencing people. Exactly. <laughs> God, you have to give her like written notice and then maybe. 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 <laughs> but everyone agreed on that one. Everyone said that she was the asshole. Okay. Yeah, she was. Yeah. She definitely was. I understand being in a pinch, but like. Right. Get plenty of notice. Let them know. All right. Yeah. On to yours. Okay. So I felt like you would have. I'm excited. This one. Yes. I feel like I'm also nervous. Like, it's about babysitting, which is what oh, made okay. me be like, I feel like she's going to have some opinions. Okay. Um, so it's called, Am I the Asshole for Calling the Police on My Client? Hmm. Yeah. And this one is, I even I was a little bit torn on this one. I read the title on this, but I didn't read the story. Okay. Okay. I think you're going to like it. It's a little bit longer, um, but I don't want to, like, summarize it because I feel like it's important to, like, okay. paint the right picture. So. All right. I'm ready. So it starts, it says, I, a 28-year-old female do babysitting on the weekends to make some bait. Oh wait, to make some extra cash. There's one family I definitely should have phased out by now, but the kids are cute. And if I don't have another job, it's easy money. My issue is the mom is never home on time. Wait, I think I read half of this. Really? Okay. Okay. Cause this sounds familiar. I'm very interested to hear what you think about it. She used to not give me return times, but finally I started asking as it made it impossible to get anything done, done on the weekends. I'd go babysit so she could go to brunch, but she'd never be, but she'd be gone from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Oh my god! My whole day was gone. I know that is all day. Like, to be honest, that's not brunch. That's like you're day drinking. You have to. Right. Um. So she says she continues. After that, she'd start giving me times, but never stick to them. She wouldn't even call me. She'd just stay out. On Saturday, I got to her house at six, and she was supposed to be home by nine. I told her she needed to be on time because I had plans to go out with friends. I was even getting ready at their house after I put the kids to bed. Um, yeah, after I put the kids to bed. She promised, of course, set, of course, nine rolls around and she's not home. I call her, no response. Text, no response. Another hour, nothing. Still calling and texting. Finally, it's midnight. By this point, oh my, my plan- Right, like, that is not just a little bit late. And answer right. the phone or a text. right. So by this point, my plans are long ruined, but I'm pissed and exhausted. I call her and leave a voicemail saying if she's not home in the next hour, I'm considering the kids abandoned and calling the cops. I also text her this. I try calling her 30 minutes later and it goes to voicemail on the second ring. I text her again and she leaves me on red. If she had reached out saying, hey, I'm out until X time, I would have stayed. I don't know any of her family nor the father of the kids, so I can't call them. I gave her a grace period of 15 minutes and tried calling again. Finally called the cops, uh, the non-emergency line. They showed up and I showed our agreement in text from earlier in the week, confirming that she'd be home by nine. They tried contacting her and she didn't answer. I was dismissed and they took the children to the police station. I got home and got to bed. I'm awoken at 3 a.m. by a frantic call. It's her. <laughs> Where are the kids? Why am I not here? I tell her I followed through on my threat check the police station she cursed me out i hung up and went to bed 
The next day, she sends me an essay saying the kid's father was called and there was a DCF investigation launched against her. She called me every name under the sun, but I didn't think I was in the wrong until I spoke to a friend with kids. She said I should have just waited it out and refused to sit for her again. She asked if her potentially losing her kids was worth me being petty. Wow. <laughs> that is much deeper than I thought. It's a spicy one. I, yeah, okay, no, I just want to hear what your initial opinions are. Well, okay, I have a friend who is a nanny, and the mom will come home, like, I don't know, 30 minutes late, and I don't know, the times are off like that. Okay. But it's not hours late. Right. Okay. That is crazy, too, because that is, I mean, she's babysitting your kids, yeah, but also that's her job. Right. You can't just be giving these different hours and not coming home at the same time i mean at least give her a raise or something you're gonna have inconsistent hours yes but also and say you're gonna be late right it's not too hard to just send a text and say hey i'm running late or these this came up and i'm gonna go do this instead like yes yeah that's crazy i don't know i don't know what i would do if i were in that situation i probably would not have called the cops right um i get like the advice that the mom gave about just stick it out and then not babysit again because that's a good yeah. point you could have gotten our kids taken away um yeah. that's just making it much more serious than I think it is and that's also pretty traumatizing for the kids but I was going to, to be say, waking up taken to the police station yeah be woken yes. up in the police station having to sit there well, you don't know where your parents are and you don't know why you're by yourself yeah yeah well, and, the, but the other thing too, though, in the girls, the girl that called the cops, like the person who wrote this, mm-hmm. is that the, the woman, the mom called because she realized her kids were gone at three in the morning. Right. She was supposed, to, that's like, I mean, math is not my strong suit, but that's six hours away from 12 hours, which makes that six, <laughs> six hours. <laughs> So Wait, she's supposed to come at 9, 10, 11, 12. Okay, yeah, six hours late. Okay, I don't know why. Okay. I'm I can't math either. It's that okay. math was um, on the fly. I spoke it in. That's why it. I studied criminal justice. I don't know. <laughs> right, yeah, that's why I'm a psych major. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm just like, you came home six hours later. And it's one thing, too, if that's like six hours and you're supposed to be there. She's supposed to be home like at some time during the day and now it's like 10 o'clock and she's supposed to be home at four. Right. That's a little bit like, okay, it's still daytime. Like, I'm normally awake anyways. But 3 a.m. So I understand that, like, maybe this woman needed a harsh, like, yeah, pull your head out of your butt. Because, like, this is, no one gets away with doing this with babysitters. But I, I agree. I don't know that traumatizing children by sending them to a police station with a right. stranger right. is the appropriate way to get this woman to realize that she is not a good employer. <laughs> like, yeah. What I don't, I don't know. That's just not, again, I think that the other person was right. That is being very, it's letting your pettiness affect kids who have no control over their mom being an neighbor. Right. I would just stick it out for that night. Don't work for them again. Write a bad review online or whatever. Yes. We'll but yeah. I was going to say something else and now I've forgotten it. Well, surprisingly, mm-hmm. sorry, not to interrupt you while you think of that. The thing that really surprised me was that the vote for this was not an a-hole. And I, I mean, I understand it, but I'm also like, I understand it was a both. Very extreme reaction. Yeah, I would not. That's just like very risky, and also, I don't know. I just think it's traumatizing for the kids. Yeah, to be that. like that's scary. And she didn't even stay with them at the police station. Oh, this is what I was gonna right. say. 
if this mom is out not answering her phones, like, what if your kid was in danger and they, I don't know, they broke their arm there at the hospital. For some reason, they needed help. Or what if you went missing? Like, yeah, the mom, something could have happened to the mom and no one would have known. Yes, I told Forrest that too when we were reading this. I was literally like, why? I understand that this woman is chronically ridiculously late. But right. why was your first thing like, you're an asshole, I'm leaving and calling the cops? Not Maybe she's not answering. It's stupid late, way past when she yeah. should have been home. Maybe I should call the non-emergency line and let them know that this mom isn't home. Instead right. of coming to get the kids, can you figure out where this woman, like, is she okay? Right. Yeah, That would have been true. a more appropriate, I think maybe still a little bit of an exaggeration, but a much more appropriate response then um yeah i'm the cops are gonna come get your kids and i don't not even thinking about if something maybe is wrong because you want to answer your phone (laughs) yeah i would say she is the asshole for doing all that she went and did way too much why'd she even accept that night position knowing that the mom was had crazy schedules like and you had plans that night right yeah like if i have plans and i know someone can't stick to a schedule i'm not going to offer to babysit for your children that night because I know I'm not going to get out on time <laughs> right just don't take the job but right yeah exactly wait until they get home and quit and yeah and also like DCF is I mean I th- that system is so broken that I doubt this woman is getting her children taken away from her I mean it's, it really depends on the circumstance what does DCF stand for I'm not even gonna lie I don't even know but I know it's like social um like social workers and like people oh. that come out like it's like um, CPS kind of yeah, like, they make sure that kids are, like, safe in their homes and, like, you know, not mm-hmm. being being taken care of. So I understand that, like, that is a big deal. But, yeah. I mean, I, I highly doubt this woman is losing her children. Again, it also really depends because there's a lot of um, racism and stuff that goes into those things. And people yeah. of color will be discriminated against the way a white uh, woman may not be. So I'm saying right. that with and- the... Uh, assuming she's a white woman who will probably be fine. Yeah. And that's just like a very heavy way to go about it where it's not like the kids were in immediate danger. Yes. Like I'm sure whatever these people are called, they have other issues where kids are actually being abused and need actual yes. help. And you're just wasting their time saying this mom is late. Yes. Bogging down an already overwhelmed system. <laughs> yeah. If the kids, yeah. you're going to, if you're going to call someone like that, the kids have to be yes. in like actual danger yes and especially like if this was a woman of color that's an even bigger deal because those women are especially discriminated against and these kids yeah. could be removed from their home without any reason like without right. any valid reason and that's dangerous like you can't yeah. just um you should have to be so careful doing stuff like that because right systems like that are very broken and have a lot of racism and stuff yeah like within them and so you just don't don't mess around with that stuff I would not call the police. No, no. Again, if I was going to, if I just felt the need to talk to the cops that night, I would ask them to figure out if she was okay. Like, you know what I mean? I'd be like, or even just be like, hey, heads up. If if there's a missing persons thing telling you now she was supposed to be home six hours ago. Yeah. And like my mind, my mind always goes to the worst possible situation. If someone's not answering my calls or not talking to me, I assume that something horrible happened yeah so I definitely but I guess she had the she knew that the mom was always like that but either way yeah I think it was such a normal thing that she was like you're getting drunk (laughs) right I know that you are fine yeah she definitely should have waited it out 
and and then quit quit you can't win them all yeah and then you know what go on a <laughs> you truly can't win them all you know go on a rant ring her out when she gets home don't send her kids to the cops right but you can't but win them all you're right you cannot win them all you can't win them all um i do have a few more but i feel like this is already so long i think we should just save them for next time yeah, these were good. I like these. These were. These, these other ones I have are all pretty much relationship-based. Maybe we do a little... I love that. There are some relationship ones for the and next... dating. Maybe we yeah. can combine them. I've been told I give good good relationship advice. I don't know how. You do. I live for, like, anything involving your dating life is just, like, my bread and butter. I swear to God. I'm just, like, tell me about it. I find it so interesting. So. I'm glad I have an interesting love life. <laughs> oh, my God, you do. And I also just would love if we could yeah do like a dating like I want to hear your opinions on some dating scenarios especially am I the asshole I feel like we can yeah. get into some good then there, there are some good posts there are some interesting ones out there I believe um that. I've been told I give good dating advice which is interesting because I feel like I give horrible advice <laughs> I just feel like if someone which is I don't know why we did this podcast and we're giving advice on these right situations but if someone comes to me for advice I just have no idea what to say Right. Like, I'll yeah. listen to you. I'll let you rant. I'll let you vent. And I'm great at that. But mm-hmm. if you're expecting me to tell you what to do or how to make it better, that's just not what yeah. I'm good I think that you are very, like you said, you listen. Like, you are just always an open ear. And I think sometimes people, when people need to talk about stuff, they just need somebody to, like, listen. And yeah. especially, too, to, like, you – do not sugarcoat things, which I love because that is something I struggle with is like trying a people pleaser. And so I love that you don't sugarcoat things because um, sometimes it's just nice to like talk to you about something. And then if you don't know what to say, you just be like, yeah, that sucks. Sometimes it feels good to just have it acknowledged that like, it does suck. Thank you. (laughs) That's true. It is shitty. And it feels good to hear that instead of like, it'll be okay. Because I know, right. like, I'm mad about it right now. <laughs> it's nice to have your feelings validated. Yes. And you, you're very good at making people feel validated and not ridiculous. Also telling them when they're being dumb, but. <laughs> right. I feel like the biggest but. thing is if you're talking about something that's bothering you in your life or whether it's like work or relationship or whatever it is. Yeah. If someone just, I don't know, you can even be like, I cannot imagine what that's like but that's got to be really hard and just validating yes. how they feel yes. is way better than just not saying anything at all exactly yeah and and right and I think what you said too is like acknowledging like I don't know what that feels like but I can imagine and I can like you know I right. can understand that that is a difficult scenario that like I can't imagine being in myself you know sometimes that feels good too for people to not like act like they know what that feels like Cause it's like yeah no, you, you don't and that's okay that you don't right. I don't necessarily want you to know what this feels like but yeah anyway yeah this is a good intro for our next time yes this can't has been oh wait what is this um this is episode one of can't win them all podcast it is yeah and it's done we did it yeah um I think next time we'll do relationship type scenarios yes yep we'll come back with lots of good juicy Am I the asshole? Yeah, relationship edition. Yeah, whenever that is, we'll see. Whenever we get to it. See you guys um, next time. Yeah, can't win them all. You can't win them all. <laughs> Truly, <laughs> no. I don't win many, but.
That's okay. Maybe we'll win this. Maybe. We'll see. Probably not. <laughs>